Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Good morning, church. This is uh, Living Word Ministries International, another Sunday online. And this is a special day as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited. I hope you're excited because this is a fantastic day. It's a great day in the calendar of the believer. And we're going to share a few things with you to encourage you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Of truth, you are God and there is none like you. Thank you for your presence. Wherever we stand, Lord, you have given us the assurance that you will be with us. So, Lord, we pray that as we minister to your people, we pray for the anointing of God. We pray that the hearts will be receptive. We pray that the ears will be open to hear your word. I pray that people that are listening, Father, will not listen to man, but they will listen to the unction of the Holy Spirit to receive a revelation that their life will be transformed for the glory of God in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for your word is truth. Amen. Amen. I will read... Uh, scripture in Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 9, um, talks about our Lord's resurrection. Now, from verse 1, it says, Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and a certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they have had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the, body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by, by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their face to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered these words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Praise the Lord. This talks about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in this time, we are all excited. Every believer is excited that our Lord Jesus Christ, death could not hold him. He was in the tomb. He was in the grave. But death could not hold him captive. That he rose again from the dead. 
And because he rose from the dead, we have a church. Amen. We have a church today. And I, I want to, you, you see, this um, resurrection was a fulfillment of prophecy. And I want to take you back a little bit today um, about this prophecy about Jesus Christ from day one. In Genesis chapter 3, when Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve um, disobeyed God, there was a, a, a punishment for them. But I, I don't want to go into all that, but in verse 15, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, it says, And I will put an enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He will bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. And that's talking about, this was the promise of our Lord Jesus Christ coming on earth to overcome the power of the enemy. You see, in the Garden of Eden, as Adam and Eve obeyed Satan, and they gave the, their least the right to, or to control, the right to control whatever God has created, they gave it into the hands of Satan. And this was the promise that God promised that Jesus will come and take away that right from, from Satan. Amen. And surely, because this is, this is something I want you to get hold of today. Because God said it, it has to come to pass. And you see, I, I, I titled this Celebrating the Resurrection, Remembering His Return. We celebrate our Lord's resurrection today and we are excited but we must, not rem uh, we must not forget that he is going to come again. So this prophecy was fulfilled in Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. We see this prophecy being fulfilled. It says, it talks about, it says, in the fullness of time, God sent his son. Amen. In the fullness of time, God sent his, time, his son. And you see, in, in, in God's calendar, and, and you know, you can look from Genesis, and, and you you could talk you could talk about um, Noah, Noah. You could talk about Abraham. You could talk about Moses. You can talk about all the prophets. All these men of God, God used and was part of the plan and preparation of our Lord Jesus Christ coming. And so Galatians says, in the fullness of time, when it was right for God to release his son, to come and do that which he has promised to mankind, Jesus Christ came. Aren't you glad? Amen. You see, in Genesis chapter 18, Genesis 18, I am... Um, Genesis chapter 18, verse 18, it says that, And since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Abraham was called by God. I want you to understand that Abraham 
was called by God because of the promise of Genesis 3, 15, which Jesus Christ is going to come. So God found, you know, after Noah, he then, you know, um, found grace, found somebody that he can use, and that was Abraham. And it says that Abraham... Um, Abraham shall become a great nation. God called one man, Abraham, and turned him into a nation. And Abraham was promised a seed, Isaac. Isaac came, Jacob. And you see the progression. All these were leading to our Lord Jesus Christ coming. Today we are celebrating his return. I mean, we are celebrating his coming. But we, we must not forget we're celebrating his resurrection, but we must not forget his coming. Moses talked about this time in Deuteronomy. Sorry, you don't have that. Deuteronomy 18. Thank you, Jesus. Moses talked about this in Deuteronomy 18. He says, he says, verse 18, chapter 18, verse 18, he says, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren and will put my word in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. That was talking about Christ. So Jesus was promised from one generation to another generation. All the prophets talked about him and that the Jews were expecting. The Jews was, were expecting the promise to be fulfilled. I remember one of the guys, Simeon, who said, when the, when the Lord was born, he said, now my eyes have seen the glory of God. Let me now depart. It was a promise that was fulfilled in Acts chapter 3. In Acts chapter 3. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 3, as soon as I find it, I'll read it. Um, Acts chapter 3, I'll read from verse 22. For Moses truly said to the Father, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. Verse 23, it says, And it shall, be, it shall be that every soul who will not hear the prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all, and all the prophets from Samuel to those who, who follows, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. 25. You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant 
which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you, to you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to, be, to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquity. Moses spoke about what Abraham said, that Jesus was going to come. Now, I want you to listen to me carefully. You see, the church today are very excited about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. That death could not hold him captive. That he, you know, he is risen. He has overcome. And it's all good. But I want you to bear in mind something that is very important. Throughout generation to generation, throughout times, every word of God has come to pass. I believe um, Titus says, um, Titus 1 verse 2, it says, God who, is, who cannot lie. Titus chapter 1 verse 2, it says, God cannot lie. If God has said it, it will come to pass. He promised us a deliverer. He promised us Christ. We were separated from him. And he promised us that our relationship shall be restored. And truly it has been restored. And I want you to notice that the promise, it hasn't been completed. It's not finished yet. There is more promise for us believers today. But I don't want you to be in the days of old when God promised that he was going to bring rain in the time of Noah. The people were doing their own thing. They were going about their business daily, mocking Noah until that which God has said begin to manifest. Whatever the Lord has said, I want you to take heed that if God said it, it will come to pass. Brother Hagen says, if God said it, or if the Bible says it, I believe it, and that settles it. If God has said it, if it's in the Bible, then we must take heed of it. We must believe it as if you're, you're, you know, somebody you personally talk to is talking to you. Because God's word will never return unto him void. It will accomplish that which he has sent it out to do. In, in um, Acts chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Th Acts, Acts chapter 1. Verse 11 says, Who also said, Men of Galilee, 
Why do you stand gazing up into heavens? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will soon come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Now, the Jesus, after his, his um, resurrection, was taken up into heaven. And the angels are saying to the people, the same way that you see Jesus taken up into heaven, he is going to come again that same way. And I want you to really, really, really take heed of these words. We have had enough celebration. Now we're in a time, everybody talks about the end time is here, the end time is near. Everybody talks about it. But I want you to understand that because God has said it, it's because God has said it in his word that there is going to be a day that Jesus Christ will come again. And when he comes, he will come. He's coming to take those that have conquered. He's coming to take them home. In John 14, he says, I go to a, prepare a place for you. He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have not told you. So Jesus is going to come again. Whether we believe it, whether we like it, whether we prepare for it, whether we're not prepared for it, whatever our situation is, in the fullness of time, Christ came. Likewise, in the fullness of time, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is one day going to be manifested. Are you ready? Are you ready when the Lord comes? Will you be ready? You see, nobody, people talk about, oh, the, the end time, this. People talk about so many things. But anytime I hear somebody say, the end time is coming on such and such a date, I just, I just blank it. Because Jesus says nobody knows the hour and the time. The same way that he was born is the same way that he is going to show up. Nobody knows. He will just show up. But I want to encourage you. <clears throat> you must be ready. Let us not play church. Let us not just go to church. But let us live for Christ. Let us live a life that is worthy of his name. That let's live a life that when he comes, he will find us worthy. You see, there's a scripture in, um, thank you, Jesus. Luke 19. Luke 19. I suppose I better, I'll read it. Thank you, Lord. Luke 19. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Luke 19, verse 13, it says, it says, this is a story of um, somebody that is, 
you know, well off. And uh, they've done well in life. Let me just read it. I'll read from verse 11. Now, as they heard these things, he spoke another parable. This is Jesus. He spoke another parable because, because he was near Jerusalem and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Therefore, he said, a certain noble, a certain noble went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. 13. So he called 10 of his servants, delivered to them 10 means and, and said to them, do business till I come. Now, this parable talks about basically we believers that Jesus has come and has left us with the Holy Spirit. And he's told, he's told us with the Holy Spirit, we should do his business until he comes. I want you to know that he's coming again. He, we are to occupy, some translations, uh, King James translations, occupy until I come. Whilst we are occupying, we are to do business. We are to buy houses. We are to work we are to buy nice clothes. We are to buy a car. We are to do all the things that we, th we think is necessary for us to do. But when we're doing all those things, let us remember the most important thing for us for our life is to live for him. To live for Christ. To live a life in such a way that when he appears... In the clouds, we will be ready to go with him. We must live a life. We must love. We must help. We must forgive. We must endure whatever that is necessary for us to do. We must do that we can stand before our Lord Jesus Christ to hear from him, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of my rest. Today is a special day of celebration. We remember our Lord Jesus Christ, his resurrection. As we are remembering his resurrection, let us not forget that he has said, he is going to come back. We have communion today. And, you know, I'll read in 1 Corinthians 11. Something I want you to see. See, let us begin to really, really take this word of God serious. Let us live this word of God. Because everything in here is truth. God is not a man that he should lie. Has he said it and will he not bring it to pass? We are going to break bread. We've been fasting. And we are going to break bread today. 
But I want you to take notice of something. Um, Paul writing, he says, 1 Corinthians 11, I'll read from 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take. He broke the bread and said, Take. Eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup. We have the cup here. I hope you are doing likewise where you are. He also took the cup. Uh, the cup of the new covenant. It says, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. This do in, in this do as often as you drink. It is um, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. This is what I want you to notice. Verse twenty six: For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. Till he comes. As often as you do this, you are proclaiming, you are saying to people, our Lord Jesus Christ died and he is going to come again. Those that are listening to me, you have celebrated a lot of Easter Sundays. But I want today to be different. I want you to really, really, really get hold of the promise that is to come. See, Jesus was the promise in Genesis chapter 3. And in um sorry um in acts chapter 1 verse 11 also he is the promise he was the promise in genesis 3 he is the promise that is to come and so in that gap we have life to live in that gap you know in in between, we have Galatians 4.4, in the fullness of time, Christ came. So it started from Genesis 3, Galatians 4.4, and then we have Acts 1.11. To, uh, um, Acts 1.11. In this, from here to there, we lived, we work, we do all sorts of things, but what God has said came to pass. From the promise of our Lord Jesus Christ that he is going to come again, in that, we must also be ready from here to there that 
this Jesus that you see, the same way that you see him go up, will come back the same way. That is a promise for you, the believer, that our Lord Jesus Christ is going to return. And you live your life to be ready for his coming. I want to encourage you. Jesus is going to come. As you rejoice, as you celebrate his resurrection today, remember that you have a responsibility to be ready when he comes again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I hope you have taken something today and you break your bread, you partake wherever you are as I partake mine. Let's break this bread together. We've shared the scriptures. And this is the blood, his blood, that he shed at Calvary to wash away our sins. This blood is what gave us access into the presence of the Lord. We were once separated from him, but our Lord Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection restore us back into the presence of the Lord. But you do this in remembrance of him till he comes again. God bless you. Let's pray. You alone is God. We thank you, Father. That the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. That the people that hear these words will be encouraged in their heart. As we occupy, may we occupy with this vision that Jesus is coming again. And may we live in preparation for his coming in Jesus' name that we will not be caught by surprise. That when he comes, we will be ready for him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you are blessed.